Buenos días. What's up, y'all? <laughs> we are back. Cuss and Discuss podcast is back in full effect for another week of the greatest podcast going. Let's go. Let's Uh-oh. go. Let's go get them. The champ is here. The champ is here. Who's the champ? We are. That's, that's why. That's why he's saying that. Yo, yo, yo! What's happening, my people? It's the hottest, but at the same time, the coldest podcast on earth. The Cuss and Discuss podcast. If you enjoy listening to thought-provoking, intellectual, adult conversation, then the Cuss and Discuss podcast is for you. Check us out. It's your man Barry the Alpha Male Wallace. We got Lori fearfully made Wallace, and we got my man JJ. Yeah, let's well, go. Let's go. Y'all ready? What's going on, y'all? I'm ready. I'm ready. We are back in the building. It is Cuss and Discuss Podcast. We appreciate y'all for listening and watching. Please go subscribe to the Cuss and Discuss Podcast on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and Spotify. Yeah. We back for another week, and it's been a crazy past week. Let's just take... A moment to shed some good news before we go into the not-so-good news. Right. That, of course, the world is experiencing. Right. But today, a great, great guy was born. That's right. And we're missing one. We're usually the three amigos. Yeah. But today, it's just you and I holding the fort down, mm-hmm. of course, with the kids. We have the kids in the studio today, too, by the way, y'all. Um, come here, Iverson. <laughs> Say hi. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man, go sit down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, today was the day that Mr. J. Joyner was Jay born. Joyner. Yeah, he's a good man. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jay. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. He probably went overboard last night. You know, <laughs> you know when you get older, like like he is. Wow. <laughs> you got to celebrate more than one day. So I totally get it, man. Hope you uh, hope you having a good time. Hope you are feeling celebrated, and uh, wish you were here, man. Yeah. Happy birthday. We miss you, Jay. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And you're gonna go ahead and dive into. Uh, during our podcast last week, while we were doing our podcast, little did we know that Kobe Bryant's helicopter was crashing in Calabasas. <sighs> you know, you know, it's Kobe Bryant. I can't believe he's gone. And to hear that his daughter is gone also, along with the, um, other people I'm like there was a whole family on that helicopter yeah you know a, a husband a, a wife a daughter they're gone mm. you know and it's just like wow the pilot himself you know Kawhi Leonard said that he was a great pilot Kawhi Leonard used to use him a lot and there's a lot of questions mm. the update is they were going uh, to a basketball game, which was 30 minutes away from his house. He was going 30 minutes away. It was foggy. The LAPD did not allow any police officers to fly that day because it was too foggy. Uh, one of the ladies from the uh, investigation said that helicopters fly in fog all the time. It's perfectly normal. And she said that the traffic control tower was uh, telling the pilot to fly at, I believe it was 2,400 feet so that they can see him on their radar and they can help guide him through the terrain. The lady also stated during the investigation that they had been trying to implement terrain GPS systems in this specific helicopter that Kobe Bryant was using. 
not just his, but in all of them. And um, some uh, people in charge who were in charge to make that decision, they said no, which we all cannot understand. I mean, why wouldn't you want people to be safe flying in these helicopters? Of course, it should be some type of GPS that tell you, hey, there's a mountain coming up. And if the pilot can see that, hey, all he has to do is make the proper adjustments and and you won't have people flying in the side of a mountain. That's exactly what happened. Uh, He passed one mountain and then he descended because it was foggy. And when he descended, they hit the side of a mountain and they went down. And I mean, they went down fast. They were going down. They were going at 184 miles an hour, which, again, it's foggy. I don't know why he would be going 184 miles an hour to begin with. But, you know, they hit the side of a mountain and she said they were going down a thousand feet per minute. So within 60 seconds, they were hitting the ground. And it just kind of really, it, it, it resonated with me in a whole lot of ways. His life, the way he left, you know, Tracy McGrady said that Kobe told him that he wanted to go early. He wanted to be immortal. He wanted to be better than Michael Jordan. And then he wanted to be gone. Now I know he was probably young and dumb when he said this, but I just, um, when you take into account of this type of death, you say to yourself, some people think that God took him. I, I don't, I don't think God took him. I think Kobe Bryant died because of human error. That's what I believe in the human error, not only on the pilot, but on the people who refuse to put terrain GPSs inside of these helicopters. They were also trying to implement other safety systems into these helicopters that head officials did not approve of and didn't move forward with. And as a result, again, human error. And this, this, this caused me to come up with a whole different type of prayer in my prayer life. Yeah. Because I prayed and I asked God, I said, God, I pray that you cover us and keep us safe amongst mm. human error. Mm. Unless the human error allows favor into our lives or promotes us in some fashion. But don't you think that anything and everything that happens to us is purposed and timed and destined I think everything we may not be in agreement with it mm-hmm. but don't you think it's just part of it I think God allows human error that goes back to free will and this is this is why women have to be praying wives this is why because we, we don't know what their prayer life was we don't know if they believed in the Holy Spirit but this is why It's a gift to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit because who knows what could have happened. Uh, The Holy Spirit could have spoke to one of them. You know, that's why you have to have the Holy Spirit in your life. And people, some people don't believe in the Holy Spirit. Some people don't see the the gift. They don't see the the reasoning or the privilege of having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. He's not going to force himself on you. But I just I I think Kobe Bryant and those other eight victims died because of human error. I don't believe that they died because God said it's time for y'all to come on, come for. I I just don't believe that. That's just my personal belief. I think everybody on that helicopter died because of human error. That's what I believe. Okay. And so, with that being said. I got to move forward and transition into the news. Yeah, just really quick on Kobe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there he and Vanessa's story reminds me a lot about 
a lot of us. Yeah. Um, right. You know, she he was her high school sweetheart, mm-hmm. and she's he's all she's ever known. Yeah. Right. So um, from one Latina to another, Vanessa, I you may hear this podcast, you may not, but I just want you to know that <clears throat> I'm trying not to get choked up, but. I just want you to know that from the bottom of my heart, I am holding you up in prayer. I yes. am I am hurting with you. Yeah, this hurt. It, it this this hit me. I'm still trying to sort out how this is hitting me. Yeah. Because in spite of everything that they, you may think about Kobe and whatever personal uh perspectives you have of him that's one thing but i'm talking about as a woman losing her husband and losing her child Mm, in mm, the mm. same day in the same day and this is the only man she's ever known this is the only man she's ever been with this is her high school sweetheart this is the father of her children this is the man who she calls her best friend she is hurting and from one Latina to another, I love you. I I am praying for you. And I am so sorry that you are going through that. Mm-hmm. And, and baby, you were saying like, you just, you, it makes you just wonder who's stepping up to be there for her. Yeah. This is a time when Latinos unite. This is a time when we come together. You know, most people say, you know, um, the Hispanic community, they, they stick together. But this is this is the time when we're supposed to be there. And me just recently losing a loved one, which was my father, which is not in comparison to anything Vanessa is going through by any means. But grief is grief. And mourning is mourning. And for me, don't call me and ask me if everything's okay. Come and check on yeah. me. So from... from for the Latino community right now, this is when a Jennifer Lopez is supposed to be coming over right. and checking on her and right. her kids. Right. This is when an Eva Longoria is supposed to be flying over and going and being around the house right. and helping out with the kids right. and probably probably preparing right. a good old Mexican dish. And and this is the time when a George Lopez comes over just to make sure that everything around the house is taken care of and nothing needs to be done. The trash doesn't need to be taken out. The whatever needs to be you know what i'm like this yeah. is a time latinos stand up mm-hmm. unite this is what we do mm-hmm. this is the time to show right. that love right and, and one of the most popular phrases that i hate to hear when things like this happen hey call me if you need anything yeah i'm not gonna if call you, you. Anything, i'm grieving i'm, I'm mourning i'm hurting i'm not gonna pick up a phone and call you you know what i need you <laughs> oh know you know what i need you know what i need you know, you do know, or if you don't know, volunteer some type of action, man. You know what I'm saying? So I hope Vanessa Bryant is getting the attention, the prayers, and the action, and the service that she can possibly get from everybody. I, I don't really know her family. I don't know if she has a mother and a father. Yeah, she has her mom or dad. I believe she has some siblings, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, um, you know, it's all good for the gram. You know, we flex for the gram, mm-hmm. you know, people want to post pictures with her and Kobe and, you know, I'm yeah. sorry you're going through this. And I remember mm-hmm. when, and, you know, <clears throat> from one person that is still grieving from one person that is still mourning, if this podcast ever reaches your ears, if it re- ever reaches your eyes, if it ever comes into your circle, please understand that anybody that you know that is grieving, that is mourning, don't ask them to call you if they need anything. They're not in a position to call. They're hurting. It's your place. It's you it's your it's your place to go and check on them. It's your place to call them and say, I'm on my way over there. What do you need? Mm-hmm. That's right. what you do. Right. <coughs> Write a check, take food, take her out. Donate. <laughs> Show up with supplies. Show up with food. Think about the kids. Show up with money. Maybe it's getting the kids out of the house. Maybe it's taking the kids to go grab a bite. Yeah. Maybe it's giving her a moment to get it together for herself. Because as a woman, 
as a mother, when you're grieving, when you're mourning, you you have to fight through everything you're fighting to push through for those kids. It, mm-hmm. I, I I can't tell you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. You know, this, that's just. Mm-hmm. Oh, my heart goes out to her. I'm so sorry, Vanessa. I am so so sorry. Yeah, and you know you got a guy here, Guyan and Prophet, uh, Nigel. Gais, I believe that's his name, claims that he could bring Kobe Bryant back and his daughter Gigi for a portion of his total net worth. Now, these kind of things right here just upset you. You know, I'm not saying that it's not possible because it is. You know, if anybody follow Juanita Bynum, Juanita Bynum had a testimony about her going to the hospital and God telling her to lay hands on a person. And that person was dead. So, so dead that God repeatedly told Juanita to keep her eyes closed. Right, baby. Mm -hmm. Anybody that follow Juanita Bynum knows this. Juanita Bynum laid hands on a dead person and brought them back to life. This is a real story. Through God. Mm -hmm. Through God. Mm -hmm. And this lady, it was a woman, went to church that following Sunday and sat on the front row. Yep. Okay? So it is possible. Don't make fun of that part. But the part that gives me is he adds in for a percentage of his net worth. Yeah, that. God is not it. To me, that was disrespectful. God, that's not God. (laughs) No, that's not God. I mean, well, you know, I'm I'm not no one to judge and... Um, anything like that so but but that's it, that's a little that's a little out there that's all i'm gonna say yeah so i mean and i'm not gonna knock it because i don't understand it but it is what it is yeah so so it, again rest in peace kobe bryant um my prayers and my love and my support for vanessa bryant and her family and um Again, from one Latina to another, Vanessa, I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. And uh, MSNBC anchor apologized after appearing to say the N-word while covering Kobe Bryant's death. She was saying the Los Angeles, but she said she said the word nakers. Now, I don't even know what a naker is. Do you know what a naker is? I, I've never heard that word before. <laughs> Anybody who've, who've listened to her telecast heard exactly what she said. <laughs> I heard G. I heard the G so strong that there was no doubt about what she said. And this woman, I'm trying to remember what her name is, but... She should she should definitely be fired for what she said. But, you know, when you're in a Trump era, I'm, I don't know what you expect, you know. So that was crazy. And uh, moving on to other news. Speaking of Trump, Trump secures unlimited chips and salsa in Mexican trade deal. <laughs> Can we hit the toilet I on was that like, one? I was like... <laughs> So those are the kind of deals Bean that you securing right now. Being to Trump. <laughs> These are the kind of deals that you're working on now, Trump. This is a real, like, this is real. This is a real deal. <laughs> He's been going back and forth for Mexico about some deals. And upon the deal that they are, are trying to uh, close, he threw in unlimited chips and salsa. Now, I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> People have to make the salsa. You need the produce. Like, like, I mean, there, there's a whole lot of right. other. So is there's it, agriculture now involved. Yeah. Is that free tomatoes, <laughs> right. free jalapenos, I mean, free cilantro? Free? I mean, well, you're not going to charge us to bring our free Yeah, food. like I don't understand how that, how that works. <laughs> it's crazy, but. Well, shout out to Mr. Russell tuning in with us. Shout out to my cousin, Lena Flores. Shout out mm-hmm. to Sel, Sel Valdez. Well, I know her as Lena Ramirez. What's going on, y'all? So, shout out to them. Um, talking about good salsa, uh, Selena is a restaurant owner. Mm-hmm. And the restaurant name is. Taco Pronto. No, Taco See? Loco. Taco Loco. Yeah, you, you messed up last time. 
<laughs> Shout out to Cell. Taco Loco, right? Yeah, and she's out in Canton. Kaufman. Uh, Kaufman. Well, no, there's a Canton establishment. I think she does. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. And but I know they're in Kaufman. Yeah, definitely sure. know they're in Kaufman. For and sure. um, talk about some good salsa. She definitely has that for you. They got good food. My cousin Lena can throw down on good salsa too. You know that's 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 a that's a staple in the Hispanic. Community. Oh yeah! <laughs> if you're a Hispanic woman and you don't know how to make salsa, that, that's a mm. lot. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of those though. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Moving on in the news, a newly built chunk of Trump's new border wall blew over during high winds and landed in Mexico. Of course. <laughs> So of course. he's spending all his money building this big old wall and it done blew over. Did y'all have something to do <laughs> with that? Mr. Russell said you can't build a wall without the chips and salsa. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right, Mr. Russell. <laughs> In other news, border authorities say they discovered the longest ever smuggling tunnel. Wow. At the U.S. Mexican border. Of course. Wow. Leave it to us again. <laughs> so, Trump, you can build that wall all you want. We got It's an underground. Tunnels. Trump, you're not going to stop them. You're not going to stop them. We're going through boot camp right now. You know, ever since this coronavirus, y'all been y'all been just doing all kind of stuff. You know, I don't know. Y'all y'all been going Oh, what's going on? <laughs> wow. So, yeah, in other news, Jay-Z has gotten the NFL to commit 100 million to criminal justice reform. Let's give a hand clap for that. Shout out to Jay Z and to Queen B. I told y'all. Now, a few months ago, everybody was mad because Jay Z partnered with the NFL. Y'all, Jay Z know what he's doing. Jay Z has vision. He is trying to sit at the table. Now he is sitting at the table, and now he is. Little by little, bringing us along. Okay, <laughs> y'all will see a huge Super Bowl ad during the game if you watch the commercials about uh, police brutality and criminal justice reform. Jay Z doing his thing, y'all. Yeah, we got okay. Latinos lined up for halftime on Super Bowl this year. Oh yeah, yeah. So we got Jennifer Lopez. We got Shakira. Rumor, oh yeah, that's rumor, right. Rumor is Los Tigres del Norte are also going to be performing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said uh, Bad Bunny supposed to be coming on with J Lo. Mm-hmm. So we got a whole big Latino lineup for the Super Bowl uh, lineup. Cool. In other news, Offset throws punches after Cardi B gets drenched with champagne at a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, I guess somebody popped a bottle and poured it on Cardi B. They I forgot. mean, she said she's a lake. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, she used to be a stripper. My thing is this, though. Why you If, if you're going to take your wife to a strip club, <laughs> don't be mad if dudes start pouring champagne over her. Wow. Uh, wow. You know, I, I'm just saying, <laughs> she used to do this for a living. So, I wow. got, you know, I guess old boy forgot. In other news, men are asking women out on pre-dates to see if they're worth it. A pre-date? A pre-date. Y'all, that's a phone conversation. <laughs> that's what a pre-date is. I, th- I guess, I think we all pre-dated. Talking on the phone is pre-dating. Yeah, but you know, that was in our time. Now it's all about Tinder and swiping to yeah. the left and swipe right and hit them in the DM and right. a quick Snapchat text or a quick whatever, you know? Right. So so, so what's a pre-date today? I wonder what that looks like. I don't even want to know. Let's not give any... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Every time to that nonsense. I, I would love to know what a pre-date looks like in today's society. I think I want you to start pre-dating me. <laughs> right, ladies? Those of us that have been married forever. We want to be pre-dated. <laughs> we ain't been married that long. <laughs> in other news. Yeah. Here it is. Ohio student suspended for allegedly smelling like marijuana. Despite passing two drug tests. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Smelling like. 
Uh, so I guess he went to school. Now I already know how this went. He got dropped off by his cousin. <laughs> and it, I think he's Latino, so y'all already know what happened here. He no. got Why they keep coming for us? <laughs> he, he got dropped off by his cousin or his big brother. Hey, hey, hey. In the in the, in the cut in the cut bucket, you know. Got out smelling like it. He ain't doing it. If No, if he the, was going to school. Yeah. He, he was just, trying to do right. Yeah. So it, he can't control the vehicle that he rides. You know, in, back okay? in the day they used to say, Don't be a tonto and graduate pronto. Mm. You know? Okay. <laughs> That's what he was trying to do. I right. promise. So I just want to say, in, in in the guy that they were saying he can't graduate because he had dreads was awarded $20,000 scholarship from, uh, who's that that gave him the? Shutterfly. No. the Shutterfly cut the check, but oh, Ellen, yeah. Ellen DeGeneres um, and right. Sierra or somebody, another celebrity presented it. I to think it was him. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys right. presented it to him. Mm-hmm. But it was Shutterfly that actually cut the check. And now he's going to go. He has been invited to the Oscars. Yeah, to walk the red to carpet. To walk the red carpet. In his the, dreads. Right. Right. <laughs> so that's what's up. That's that's how it's supposed to happen. Right? I think that's how it's supposed to happen. I'm going right. to let this dude. Come on, y'all. Next in news. All right, y'all. You're getting a little too passionate there. and You're coming for Latinos like every other comment you're making. Billy, <laughs> Billy Porter... Wears gown for his Sesame Street appearance. Now, this is the guy who's always on the red carpet at Golden Globes and Oscars and every big event that's going to be live on television. They make sure that Billy Porter is there. (laughs) Now he's on Sesame Street. And this is the issue that I have always had with the LGBTQ community. Why are we promoting this in front of two, three, four, five-year-old kids? Why are we doing that? That's who's watching Sesame Street. These kids are sponges. They are just learning their motor skills. They are just learning who they are, what their name is. And you are on Sesame Street with wearing gowns. Come on, man. What you doing? Like what? What kind of attention are you trying to gain, man? And why are you trying to infuse this on small children? That's not cool, man. That is not cool at all. What you think about that? Uh, I personally, um, you know, can weigh in on the subject, but I'm I'm not for that. <clears throat> Just the same way I wouldn't have um, tolerance for um, sexual activity, nudity on TV, mm-hmm. um, in front of a child's, child's programming. Right. I mean, it's all inappropriate to me. Right. It's just, you, you know, the, the mind is, is, is so pure. It's so naive. It's, it's mm-hmm. so fragile. Um, I just think it, it, it needs to be a conducive environment to them growing and learning. And, um, that, that's a little too early too soon, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah, to me that's pornographic for a two year old. Yeah. To see a man doing that. That's right up there with pornography. Right. For them. Yeah. For their mind. Mr. Russell chimed in and he, he hit it right on the nail. I think he said it's all about money over morale. Mm. Yeah. And who is over Sesame Street? Yeah. That would allow something like this. Right. You know. A guy can't graduate because he got dreads. But Billy this? Porter can go on Sesame Street and yeah. do that. Yeah. Like, what? Where are we in as America? Like, come on, as y'all. a people, That's as just, a people, just as a nation, it's ridiculous. Just as people, yeah, but he can't graduate because he got dreads. Man, y'all miss me with that. <laughs> All right, y'all. It is time for a meeting in a ladies' room. There is a meeting in the ladies' room. And today I'm going to talk about the pimple syndrome. Well, what's the pimple syndrome? I'm glad you asked. Women, usually we have blemishes, we get acne, we have some type of um, discoloration with our skin. Some of us 
um, suffer from hyperpigmentation. I mean, it's all kinds of things we suffer, but, but don't let it be a zit and don't let it be a pimple and don't let it be before we're going to take pictures or don't let it be, especially when we were in high school, we could not have a pimple, right? Cause we, you know, have a zit or a pimple on your face just was not cute. Right. So when a pimple comes up, um, on the skin, Usually there is a, and pardon me today, I am a little um, under the weather, but <clears throat> usually when a pimple arises, there, there means that there's some, there's some bacteria that's been stored up in one of the pores, and the pore has taken all it can take, and the skin starts to swell in that particular pore area where the pimple arises. Hmm. And some of it, some of them get really red and they hurt. Some of them get really big, get enlarged. Hmm. Some of them get infected. Some of them you pop and white pus or white discharge comes out mm. all kinds of things happens with pimples and zits <clears throat> there are three types of women and a pimple is simply a reflection of something that is happening on the inner side the inside of your body is reacting to something that the body is trying to fight off it's a bacteria, it's a toxic, it's contaminated. And so the body's trying to fight it off and it comes to the surface. <coughs> there are three types of women. The first woman will immediately panic and try to do something to cover it up. She goes and she gets concealer. She goes and she gets makeup. Mm -hmm. She goes and gets something to cover it up. Right. The second woman will <clears throat> pop it to try to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't care if it leaves a scar, mm -hmm. but I got to get rid of it at all costs. Mm -hmm. The third woman will stop to evaluate her lifestyle, her eating habits, her sleeping, her pH balance. She'll start to look at all this and she'll say, what is going on with, for my skin to be able to break out? And she starts to change how she eats, how she starts caring for her skin. Out of those three women, which one are you, ladies? Do you cover up your flaws quickly with makeup? Do you immediately scar and hurt other people along the way just as long as you look good wow or thirdly do you really do a self-evaluation a self-reflection and change the course of your narrative which one are you i leave you with that it has been a meeting in the ladies room Hey, that's deep right there. And that's one of them that you're going to have to go back and play it back and uh, listen to that one again to really dissect which pimple you have or how you deal with scars or. Yeah, how do you how deal you, with something that you're not pleased with? Mm hmm. That's showing up on yourself. That shows up. Do you even deal with it? Or do you cover it up? Mm hmm. Do you mask it? Mm hmm. Yeah. Especially women with money Because money is a mask Money Mask Things a lot of the times And you don't have to deal with it You don't have to see it or pay attention to it Because you can just throw some money at it And make it okay But if you don't really dissect that thing And really make it healthy again Then If you ever run out of money It's going to be right there waiting on you So Man, it's true, you know, and I think a lot of women are afraid to tell themselves the truth about something. Yeah. And as long as you are afraid to tell yourself the truth about something, you can't make a situation healthy again. It won't get healthy. It won't get better until you tell yourself the truth first. So, 
I, I applaud that. You know, that was good. That was really good. Yeah. That's deep. And uh so we're gonna transition here. We're gonna go into the hot topic. Uh oh. What's the hot topic? The hot topic is hmm, when when Mr. Wrong or when, when does, does Mr. Right Mr. Right become become Mr. Wrong? Yeah. And I gotta let you spearhead this one because <laughs> you know who could have guessed this is this is probably coming from a woman's point of view, right? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when does Mr. Wrong I'm sorry, when does Mr. Right become Mr. Wrong? You got me messed up. So when does Mr. Right become Mr. Wrong? Well, for a lot of women, <clears throat> it may be when um, he breaks the level of honesty. He he breaks his level of trust. It may be when he <clears throat> um, uses verbiage towards... <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm underneath. Oh I'm gonna need you God. to take this one off. Oh my gosh. Look, you know, I can't. I don't know. All I gotta say is, Jay, you get on my damn nerves right now. Because uh, <laughs> it just ain't the same with the three amigos. But. Um, what is a Mr. Right guy? What is What does a Mr. Right look like? Let's start there. As a man, from yeah. a man's perspective, as a, as a man, a uh, Mister Wright is a is a man who is willing. First, he's willing. He has a spirit of willingness. Second, he's honest. He is willing to go about life the correct way, not what society is saying. Not necessarily the right will seem right, but. He's willing to go about life the correct way. You know, you want to build something. You want to have a vision and follow the vision. You set goals and you meet those goals. You find a wife. You start a family and you try to keep that dynamic as healthy as possible and start a legacy, start a dynasty, you know, build wealth, uh, treat your wife right, you know. Build something that somebody aspires to trace after. So it's kind of like Kobe. Oh, I think Kobe did that. Like he, Mr. Russell chimed in and he said, um, as soon as he does something wrong, that's when he becomes Mr. Wrong. Mr. Right becomes Mr. Wrong as soon as he does something wrong. Right. As soon as he does something wrong. Right. Right. And, 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 and it's true. You know, because you got people coming out the woodwork. They want to bring up the Kobe scandal back in Denver, you know, and he wasn't even convicted of nothing, you know, and they still want to bring it up when he's. This is a prime example mm-hmm. of when Mr. Right yeah. becomes Mr. Wrong. It's, it's very hard for a man to continue to appear right after he's done wrong. And. Doing wrong is a part of manhood, especially if you grew it's up. It's part of being human, too, though. Yeah, it's part of being human. And, and I think a, a lot of women need to realize there are a lot of men that are growing up without fathers. and so Or have a father, but even the father is lost and doesn't mm-hmm. have all the answers and is not as highly um, influenced mm-hmm. or highly um, interacting with with his son. Right. There are several men mm-hmm. I know that have sons and don't really have yeah. a relationship with them and still live in the same household yeah. with them. They're there, but they're not there emotionally. Right. right. They're not um, sowing the right type of knowledge into the boy. And we're going to make mistakes. If you're not making mistakes, then you're not trying. You know, as a man, it's called growing and shedding. Yeah. And I think that Mr. Wrong is someone who is not trying. I think Mr. Wrong is someone who quits. I think Mr. Wrong is someone who doesn't receive new information, 
doesn't receive new knowledge is not open to growing. Mr. Wrong is a man who does not stand at the door of his mind. His door. That is so profound. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so profound. For women, I, I want you to stop putting this man on this pedestal. I think women, the moment they put this man on a pedestal is when he becomes Mr. Wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, men are flawed just as we are as women. Mm -hmm. And so it's imperative that we take into consideration that we're dealing with humans. Mm -hmm. And just because he makes a mistake does not necessarily make him wrong. Right. Because I think nowadays, just hearing a lot of women talking just amongst, you know, us ourselves and just hearing women talk amongst themselves, you know, oh, he didn't he didn't put gas in the car. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, he, he didn't he didn't take the trash out when he was supposed to. He didn't pull the, the, the trash bin out to the front curb. And he didn't if he didn't do X, Y and Z, it's a oh, no, it's an immediate no tolerance. Oh, he's not the one. Um, whatever situation may be. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to really, really consider that he is a Mr. Right. right. He just committed some flaws. He right. has some flaws. He right. has some errors that doesn't necessarily make him Mr. Wrong. Right. Is he putting his hands on you? Mm -hmm. Maybe that that's a situation that's all different within, within itself. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily make him wrong. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times women don't want to go through the process of building the Mr. Right. Mm -hmm. Mr. Wrong may become Mr. Right if you can go through the process with him, mm -hmm. if you can build with him. Mm -hmm. I, I think that um, a man, as men, we're all sleep until we meet a wife. Ooh. If you're a man and you're not married, you are asleep in many areas of your life. Until you meet your other half, she will wake things up in you that you did not know existed. You need her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a man must master three parts of him. Okay. What's the first one? The expression of sex. Okay. The second one. Loosely organized opinions. Can you elaborate on that one? <laughs> this is the man that does not stand at the door of his mind. His door is wide open and anything can come into his mind. He receives everything, doesn't stand on nothing. He's not anchored on anything. He's willing to accept any piece of information that's popular. He's willing to accept any piece of information that can be documented, fact or proven. Even though he hasn't proven it to his own life. Everything is true. Everything is a what if. Everything is a mm, maybe. It may be. You're open to any and everything. You do not stand guard at the door of your mind. You have no foundation and you're not anchored to anything. You are blown by any wind of doctrine that come your way. If today the wind is blowing west, now you west. Tomorrow, if it's blowing south, now you going south. Mm -hmm. You just, you mm -hmm. that's the kind of man you are. Flip-flop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the third is food. Wow. A man must master three parts of him. Okay. The third one is food? The third one is food. Okay. Food is very important. What Most people feed their taste buds. We're supposed to feed our bodies with food. Ooh. Most people feed their taste buds. We're supposed to feed our bodies. I'm, I'm very guilty of that. Mm -hmm. I'm very guilty of feeding my taste buds. Because mm -hmm. there's nothing like a good carne asada with some <laughs> oh, frijoles, char charros, and some good old rice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Or good chicken caldo or caldo de res. What about menudo? Hey, I, I feel you. I'll listen. Or some good old fried chicken with some red beans and rice and Aye. a good old biscuit with some honey. <laughs> I thought you were going to give me the organ. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, but uh, what a lot of women don't understand about men is 
we see. Here's the thing: what you do repeatedly, if he does wrong on a repeated basis, Ooh. then he is wrong. Ooh. Then he is Mister Wrong. So if this if, if this is his overall batting average and not just his last time at the bat, right? Ah, right. So it, if there's a continual pattern yeah. to his behavior. Yeah. If every time he's up to bat, he's always striking out, then he is Mr. Wrong. Or he may be Mr. Wrong for you. Because, mm. see, some men are not wrong or not the right one. He's not the one for you. Because he can get with another woman and be Mr. Right all of a sudden. Wow. I've seen that happen. I've seen it happen. Yeah, we, we both have seen yeah. that happen. So, men perform... Men are like cars. We will go all day long as long as you keep us gassed up, as long as you wipe us, wipe us down every now and then, you know, take good care of us, as long as you ride every now and then. Shout out to Iris and Wallace who's <laughs> in the studio with us. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Who is, so who is who is a product of the wiping down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, so I, a lot of women get confused. What I think a lot of women get debunked about. What mistake should I throw the towel in on? Yep. Or yep. if he does this, and this is what that's this, it. Yeah, and and I yeah. and I, I kind of spearheaded this segment because, or this topic because I really want women to stop, stop doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, for, and coming from a man's perspective, um, and I really hate that Jay's not with us because he really has some great insight on this on this subject matter. But right, it is his birthday, and and life happens, and things uh, you know go on. But um, I, I really want women to go through the process mm-hmm. of building something with someone. Mm-hmm. Mr. Russell chimed in and he said, women choose men and think they can change him into what they want. The Bible says that he that finds a wife finds a good thing, not women who find a husband. Mm, that's right. That is so true. That's true. That is so, so true. It's true. So we men were created to magnate toward what women want. As long as she is wife, as long as she is a wife or a wifey material, a man will always well, either she's a wife or she's not. True, you know what I'm saying. If she, if she, if she's a wife, and women, women that have daughters are not grooming their daughters to become wives. True, um, true that. Real shit. We need to stop that. Uh, a woman is a wife before she get proposed to. By the way. Yes. If you're a wife, you was a wife before you met him. You was before a wife. Before he put a ring on it. Before y'all even met, you was already a wife. Right. 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 So you you don't become a wife when a man meets you and proposes to you. Oh, okay, now I got to be a wife. No. You you was you should have already been a wife. Right. That's how you attract him. Right. It ain't hard to attract a husband if you're a wife. You know who's a prime example of that? Who? Faith Evans. Okay, yeah, right. Faith Evans meets Biggie mm-hmm. and immediately Marriage. they marry. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Faith Evans goes on a single, you know, she's celibate after you know, after Biggie dies, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Stevie J is with this so called Jocelyn Hernandez, mm-hmm. Puerto Rican princess. Right. And they're like all on media, yeah. they're all on yeah. TV, yeah. they're all in, they're all out and there. And this is Stevie J. And this is Stevie J. If you know Stevie J, like what? He's not going to get married to anything or anyone <laughs> hey, at any know, cost. Stevie J married and he acting right. <laughs> Stevie <part>. J. <laughs> so Stevie J then <clears throat> goes on this on this reality show with mm-hmm. this girl Jocelyn Hernandez, right? Or Hernandez, right. as we would say, and um. She claims that she's Mrs. Jordan, mm-hmm. and it all comes out in the media that mm-hmm. they lied, that mm-hmm. they never got married, yeah, right. there was never a right. marriage certificate, right. nothing ever being able to be concrete mm-hmm. to say that they married. Right. He he comes in contact with Faith Evans mm-hmm. through uh, just I guess kind of like a meeting, like a hidden hit and miss. They kind of just bumped into each other or mm-hmm. something to that degree. Right. <clears throat> Months later, mm-hmm. he's married mm-hmm. 
to Faith Evans. Right. Months. Yeah. And, you know, <coughs> this is a man who was with a Jocelyn Hernandez and with a Mimi Faust. I mean, again. And they never got him to get on a bended knee and yeah. say, will you marry me? And, and marry and act right. And then mm-hmm. he marries... Faith Evans, yeah. and then he disappears from media yeah. because now he's only focused on faith. Mm-hmm. He's only focused on the family. Mm-hmm. He's only focused on mm-hmm. his music. Yeah. Like now he's back to producing. Yeah. Now, he, as you said, that pulls that pulls mm-hmm. that uh, awakens that thing mm-hmm. in him. Pulls. Yeah, what was sleep has <clears throat> been awakened. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. All men asleep before they get married, and it's just like. Uh, uh, Vanessa Simmons is a wife. Okay. And what about Angela Simmons? Angela Simmons is not a wife. Wow. Not yet. Wow. Not yet. But she comes from a good family. She has. They both come from the same family, but only one of them. (laughs) Pastor Rev Run was talking to her on one of these segments, Mm -hmm. and he was like, "I just I find it hard to believe that you can't get you can't get a man. You got all this going on for yourself, and you can't." He's like, "Was it one of those rappers saying something about Mm -hmm. (laughs) Angela Simmons in his song?" Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. Right now, I Van- that was funny yeah. how Rev approached that. <laughs> now Vanessa's not married, but she's already a wife. She will be married, and I guarantee you, her she- mannerism, her yeah. character, just how she conducts herself. Right. Yeah, right. So, you know, again, I think that women need to become a wife first, and then you will automatically keep suckers away from you. Wow, be sucker free. And only men will emerge. Sucker free. Only men will emerge. And you get to make the selection of which one you're going to submit to. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. Wow. You get to make the selection hit of the, wh- hit the Hit the fist. Hit the pow, pow. I don't have a pow pow. Don't you have a fist with the one? Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bow, bow straight to the face, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, I mean, this is true. So, Mister, there are some Mister Wrongs out there. We're not saying that every man is cool and he all men are good. All men are not good, but it is. What does he do repeatedly? What's his overall batting average when he steps up to bat? What does he normally do? Okay, and if you have a man that makes mistakes, how can you help him see that? How can you help him build himself to another level in manhood? Why don't we become an open book really quick for our listeners and our viewers? Okay, and can you give a scenario where I stood by you or stuck with you through a situation where most women wouldn't have and said, oh, no, he's a Mr. Wrong. Mm. And right. what did that do for you? Like, how um, did how did how did I handle it for you? How did I approach you? How did I talk to you? What did I say to you? What did I do for you in your moment of error? Mm-hmm. Because that's so critical. Mm-hmm. I went through a stretch where <coughs> I was unemployed for. It was probably about five years, you know. I once went about five years with no employment, and this was trying to be employed, filling out applications and everything. And, um, you know, there were things that you would speak into me as far as my purpose, as far as what God had for me, things I didn't understand, uh, you made and brought clarity to my life on some of the things that I was not looking at. And again, I'm a willing vessel. Mm-hmm. So I'm a willing man. I operate in the spirit of willingness. Yes. I can be told, hey, you know, you you need to look at this. You're not doing this. This is where you're going off track. I can be told that as a man. That is very true about you. And because I like growing, I like wisdom, I like knowledge, and I I aspire to be better every day. And there was a time where I was in a depression, 
And you would come home every day. It's certain ways you would handle me. You would handle me a little bit more carefully. You knew that I was in a fragile state. And it was tough for me at that time. So that's, you know, helping me get back up on my feet and, and believe in the greatness that I had in me, that the greatness that you've seen in me is an example of that. And not just saying, well, he ain't it right now and he ain't, he ain't bringing it right now. I'm out, which a lot of women would do. And a lot of women have done. A lot of women have done it to to, to their husband. What is that? To movie, their, that movie that Tyler Perry did, um, at, with the uh, Taraji P. Um, uh, when the uh, guy was, acrimony. Yes. Yeah. You remember that movie? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm him. The, the, the dude in acrimony. <laughs> that's me. That is. That's. I was that dude. I'm not Taraji though. <laughs> yeah, she's not Taraji. I'm, though. I'm the one he did marry. Yeah, and did, did go off to live a good life. Right, right. But I was with her all alone. That's the only difference. Right. <laughs> but I was that dude that just it just wasn't coming together for some reason, and she, she, we we were friends before we became uh, boyfriend and girlfriend. Again, we met in high school. So we've already we've always had friendship to lean on and stand on, and we can shift from being husband and wife to let me talk to you as a friend right quick. Yeah, you know, and I can go there with her, and she can go there with me, and I know she has my best interest in mind. And your back. And my back. She she a lot of men will get offended when their wives tell them something about themselves. There's a there's that may a, not be pleasing, it yeah, may not be good or it's uncomfortable to hear this about yourself. But I I know what the foundation of the words that come out of her mouth are. Love, I got your best interest in mind. You really care about me. I know that. That's why I can hear any And did God partner with us yes. to bring out the best in each other? Yes. I, I truly believe that. And I just think that women don't understand how to go through the process with their husband or with their boyfriend to get to a place of success with them. I don't think women know how to do that, so they just quit. And then they go find somebody else, but you're going to have to do it with them. So they, they weren't taught how to build. Mm-hmm. That's where women are failing the mm-hmm. younger women, the mm-hmm. younger the younger ladies. Yeah. We're not teaching young ladies how to be women. Mm-hmm. We're not teaching young ladies how to build. That right. everything is not gonna be hunky dory. Everything's not gonna be perfect. Right. There's gonna be some some rainy days and you may have some more rainy days and sunny days, but it doesn't outweigh the sunny days and the right. sunny days are still present. And when you have the sunny days, it's okay right. to rejoice and live in that moment. And when you have your rainy days, that's okay too. Just know that everything for in order for it to grow requires water. Let me let me play something that this woman was saying on Instagram. All right. right. And making sure it's not on drugs and it goes to college, that doesn't guarantee that child any emotional success in their relationships in life. That just means they may be able to get a job. See, we have to look at even what the success standard is that we're talking about. That's not necessarily success. That doesn't guarantee us success. If we can raise up an emotionally stable child, one who knows how to carry on our black nation, who knows how to be a good mother and still perhaps contribute to the outside community, if we can raise up fathers who take responsibility for their children and who know that their presence in the home is a needed one if we are to survive, there are a lot of other things more important than us just getting a college education and a job. That does not guarantee the success of a nation. That guarantees a personal financial success, which is not the only thing that we need to revive our black nation. Feeding and clothing and raising... See, yeah, that's just... uh. And that's why me and my wife, you know, we've been working on a book that we're going to release. Yes, yes. This book is a masterpiece. Yes, when I it tell is. You. Yes, it is. We care it about. really is. We really care about equipping young ladies and women. We really women. care about equipping the next generation. 
Right. Because we have how to become an alpha male, mm-hmm. which is geared towards young men. Right. And now we'll have another book geared towards young ladies. That's right. And so, and we partnered with each other in that endeavor. We did, we did, and it was a huge success. I mean, this oh this book is amazing, you know. And my my daughter is gonna be the first one to read it, right? So, and I want her, I want her honest feedback and her mm-hmm. honest opinion about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, again, you know, there's a lot of Mister Rights out there that sometimes get it wrong. And again, we're in the business of equipping. And uh, again, like she said, I do have a book out for young men. It's entitled How to Become an Alpha Male. You can get it on Amazon.com forward slash author forward slash the alpha male. That's it. Okay. So when does Mr. Right become Mr. Wrong? Mr. Right becomes Mr. Wrong. I think he starts out as Mr. Wrong to begin with. And he has to prove himself actually Mr. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. There Amen we go. Amen to that. This has been Cuss and Discuss Podcast Show. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all so much for tuning in Thank and being y'all. so faithful to us and being loyal to us. Thank you. Go subscribe. Apple Podcasts, tune in and Spotify. Peace. Peace.